Welcome to Healthcare Experience Matters. This podcast is brought to you by the Healthcare Experience Foundation. And with today's episode, we're teaming with PRC. This podcast is dedicated to transforming the healthcare experience so that every person can receive and deliver the best care. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Healthcare Experience Matters. I am the podcast host, Casey Callanan, and I'm joined by Healthcare Experience Foundation president and co-founder, Katie Owens. We're going to be talking about senior leader rounding. And Katie, if you can just briefly touch on the Healthcare Experience Foundation's mission and your role in that organization before we jump into the chat today. Sure. At the Healthcare Experience Foundation, our commitment is to work with organizations to create environments where it is an excellent place to both practice and receive the best healthcare experience. Awesome. I'll ask right off the bat, why is it important to round on physicians as a senior team? At the end of the day, trust is the foundation of all relationships. There's some great work done by Harvard that only 13% of physicians believe their interests and the interests of the senior team and, and healthcare organization are aligned. And what we know is that sometimes we have different lenses of a situation. A senior leadership team may be trying to make a decision by a certain set of criteria. Physicians are trying to advocate a case or an issue based on another set of criteria. And the reality is it's through trust and through relationships that we can share that lens and build a rapport that bridges gaps in understanding and creates cohesion and teamwork, which is what, at the end of the day, everybody wants. So, Katie, we all love statistics and we do like when numbers kind of tell a story. So is there any stats you want to throw our way on what we know happens when we do pay attention to senior leader rounding? Sure, the outcomes are are pretty compelling. When done effectively and consistently, and I want to make sure we share some tips for that with everyone today, it can improve physician engagement survey outcomes demonstrably, reported improved relationships between senior teams and, and medical staff leaders and medical staff at large can have a positive impact on employee satisfaction, retention, reduce provider burnout, it improves patient experience of care, and it also creates more agility and improved communication to address disruptive issues. And so there's both the gains um, in performance outcomes, but also the mitigation of really challenging issues like burnout and disruption, disruptive behaviors. Is it true that 54% of physicians leave their group within the first five years? As an outsider, this seems like an alarming number. What more can be done to prevent this if it's true? So in Dr. George Maisel's research, who's a physician coach um, at Healthcare Experience Foundation, he has included that in his book, The Resilient Healthcare Organization. And what we see is that there's a huge opportunity for organizations to really support physician recruitment, support physician retention, and build systems and practices like senior leader rounding as a way to retain and re-engage the medical staff. 
you know, in addition to the turnover risk and, and quite honestly, the cost of replacing a, a member of your medical staff is estimated at around a million dollars. Only nationally in our research with PRC, only 36% of physicians are fully engaged. And when you think about the consequences to productivity and safety and patient experience, senior leader rounding is a pretty effective practice to improve the overall climate and start to tackle some of these key outcome measures and, and risks of disengagement and turnover. Katie, do you want to tell us about some senior leader rounding best practices? Absolutely. And I'll share this first part with a whole lot of kindness and respect to any senior team that's doing any effort for rounding on physicians. Rounding will always be a good solution. There are times when we see senior teams stub their toes. And so to to get to what's best practice, I almost need to start with what's average senior leader rounding? What's senior leader rounding that's you know, helpful, but may not be getting the the best bang for time investment and energy. And the first is it occurs as often as possible. It's not scheduled. Physicians don't know to expect a member of the senior team. It's only being done by the CEO and chief medical officer. It's kind of a wave and a PR visit or a drop in on a way to another appointment when it's problem focused. And in many senior leader rounds, inherently tend to be, let's focus on solving problems versus let's focus on what's working well. When it's perceived as only being done for regulatory or safety preparedness, when it's siloed, and maybe the CNO does a few rounds, the CMO does some rounds, but it's not coordinated. When the department director or the chair isn't pre-consulted or present, or the practice manager is not included. And so some of these things are not deal breakers, but it also means we're not getting the best investment. And then the last point that I think is really important here is that the perception of follow-up. And many times senior teams will go out and round and maybe take notes, maybe not take notes, but then the senior, the the position doesn't see what the senior team is doing as a result of all of these one-on-one conversations. And that's where, when we get to best practice, a stoplight report comes in. Katie, can you just refresh us on what the stoplight report is and how that works? So stoplight reports are a real clear best practice in the organizations that improve the most and have the highest degree of performance in national databases for physician engagement. And that's where, as a result of senior leader rounding or other listening posts between senior leaders and medical staff, it's pretty simple. Things that go into a, the green column or, you know, the green means go on a regular, you know, traditional stoplight. These are all the changes and improvements that the senior team is making based on physician feedback. The things that are yellow, these are the initiatives that are works in progress. So let's say physicians request a new scrub tech in the OR or I'm sorry, an additional scrub tech in the OR or a new piece of equipment or adjustments to parking policies. These are things that require larger conversations, maybe capital budgeting planning. And so it's here's what's a work in progress and why in an expected time frame. And then things that are red. These are things that cannot happen and why. And so let's say there's a request for an additional robot and that's just not in the cards this year. That would go in that column. And what I can tell you, Casey, is that most times there's a lot more green 
and in yellow, which can either be moved up to green or down to red, then any given senior team realizes when they put together the scope of all of their rounding and listening sessions. That's great. Thank you, Katie. Along the same lines of best practices and communication, can you tell us about pre-huddle? What's the value of holding a pre-huddle when communicating with leaders? So a pre-huddle is an opportunity for for alignment. When a senior leader huddles with the chair or the department director, that demonstrates senior leadership support of that leader. And it also makes physicians aware that improvements made are done so in partnership between a senior leader and that department head. It also reduces the perception that for a physician to get something done, they need to override their leader and go straight to a senior leader. And so that allows the senior leader to personalize the rounds, be more aware of what's happening day to day in the unit, be precise with recognitions and be aware of potential landmines or you know issues. It shows that alignment and it demonstrates a team effort to support physician engagement. Why is it important to ask physicians about what their why is? Having a connection to purpose is important for anyone personally and professionally. There's some research in in Dr. Maisel's book that having that sense of purpose boosts our resilience. It reduces our likelihood of burnout and improves our level of engagement. And sometimes due to the day-to-day demands, we can lose our way when we forget our why. That's a great soundbite and quote. I really, I really like that. Says a lot. Do you have any do's or don'ts when it comes to starting tough conversations with physicians? It's really imperative for a senior team, whether you're, you know, tightening up your rounding practices, relaunching, starting from the ground up to be cohesive. Practice for the tough questions, because if you are out there divided, if you're dividing up your medical staff and making assignments by a senior leader, if your chief nursing officer gets a tough question, will he or she answer it the same way as your chief of human resources, as your CMO, COO? And so being intentional at senior leadership meetings as you're going out to do your rounds to say, hey, here are the tough things we're getting asked. How are we developing some consistent messages? Or, hey, we know this change is on the horizon. Maybe a payer is making contractual changes. Let's practice how we're going to answer that, those types of questions. That little bit of preparation goes a long way. This might seem obvious, but I'm sure it happens in all lines of work and in every facet of almost every career. But Why, as a leader, is it important that we don't make promises we simply can't keep? I think all of us can think about times in our careers when we've been given platitudes, when we've been promised something that what that didn't happen. And and really, at the end of the day, that breaches trust. And I think we've also also been the person who's made promises that we couldn't keep. And so I think it's having a dose of empathy that as leaders, we're we're many times put in tough positions. And I think honesty and vulnerability and transparency are the foundations of trust, as I mentioned, being the foundation of all relationships. And 
I think stoplight reports as a, a very tactical example are a way to say we can't promise everything to everyone, but here are the things that we can commit to. And I think for any senior leader out there rounding with physicians, you are putting yourself on stage. You are making yourself vulnerable. One of the best tips that we would give to any senior leader is write it down, saying, let me take this back to the senior team. I cannot make any promises. It's important that I work with your department leader. It's important that we follow the the practices of our organization and our values and can I follow up with you and to actually make the follow-up happen? Thank you so much. Folks, you've been listening to Katie Owens. She is the co-founder and president of the Healthcare Experience Foundation. This is the Healthcare Experience Matters podcast. Katie, any parting words for us before we wrap it up here? Physician engagement and alignment is a constant focus for every senior team. We've really seen that senior leader rounding is is truly an evidence-based practice. It's something that many senior teams have some form or fashion in place of, and and typically there's always opportunities to improve it. I would recommend to get started, to think about your medical staff, even come up with a list, make assignments, determine what you want to round on, calibrate your questions. That's something you can always bounce off of our team. Go out there, connect as people, let physicians see the person behind the administration role and get to know the physician behind the white coat. Develop that relationship, ask questions that allow the physician to reflect on what they're proud of, why they love practicing in your organization, and then start to ask some questions. How can we communicate better with you as a senior team? What are some ways we can involve you more in strategic and operational decisions? What does an excellent patient experience look like to you? Are there times we've disappointed you? Are there members of our team that we can recognize? And then take all of that information because that's going to refill senior leaders' buckets and, and restore us to more purpose and joy. Take it back, share what you've learned, create a simple stoplight report, and just make a commitment to start somewhere and let us know how it goes. Definitely let us know how it goes. We encourage you to visit healthcareexperiencefoundation.org. You can go there to learn more. Thanks again, Katie. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Healthcare Experience Matters. Healthcare Experience Matters is brought to you by the Healthcare Experience Foundation with today's episode teaming with PRC. To learn more, visit healthcareexperience.org. That's healthcareexperience.org.